Hey guys, welcome back to Game Changers Podcast. My name is Harsh, and today I have with me my hosts, Suki and Jaden. Super, super excited to have the one and only, one of the greatest mentors of our generation, David Melter, with us. Thank you so much for coming on, David. Uh, um, you know, <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm just excited to be here. Like, thanks so much. And, um, you know, I've been personally following David for so many years and everything he's done. He's it's, it's like uh, someone who's raised me. Basically, I've followed you so much in every form of your content, your Zoom trainings or your online lessons that you've had, your training in every way, your Instagram, you're engaging through comments. So it's, it, this means so much to me, the opportunity to have you on. Awesome, man. The pleasure is all mine. This is what I work for. Elevating others to elevate myself. It's rare. Usually I plant seeds under trees I never get to sit under. So I am excited to be here because I get to sit under one of the trees that I planted. This is great. <laughs> amazing. Awesome. Amazing. And I think you're, um, you know, I think I'm, I, I would think of myself as one of those people. I know your dream is to impact a thousand people, to impact a thousand people, to impact a thousand people, a million lives. And I want to be one of those people the first 1000 and and I'm grateful to be part of that and have your influence under us. But you know, I want uh, you to kind of, uh, you know, for people who don't know you, I would love for you to give a little bit, bit of an introduction in terms of, you know, what you do on a day-to-day -day basis and, uh, you know, your career basically. Sure, you know, my whole uh, journey has been about my relationship to money, uh, which is more and more important as I live my journey. And so I started off wanting to be rich throughout my mama house in a car. Like many people, I grew up with very little except for love and happiness. And the only time that there wasn't love or happiness was when there's frustrations about financial distress, which a lot of people are feeling for the very first time uh, right now. And those younger people, this is the first uh, financial uncertainty that we've had in a long time. So, um, you know, one of the messages that I learned is it's okay. You know, this is about getting 1% better every day, being happy every day. Happiness is the most viral of all diseases. It's the most powerful of all diseases. It's spread simply by witnessing it, and it also strengthens your immune system, so it kills off all the other diseases. So, you know, think about in things in terms of happiness and what causes happiness and how money is related to happiness. Uh, and that was really my journey. So, you know, went from real quickly a stint to try to be a professional football player after getting run over in college, I decided doctor, lawyer, or failure. So a lot of you may have parents that subscribe to something similar to that, that the fetus isn't fully developed until after graduate school. I had those pressures as well. But I always, because I wanted to make money, I always looked at many options to see how I could make money, how I could make the most money. I reverse engineered everything. I had no ego involved on you know, whether I was gonna be a toilet flusher, a lawyer, a doctor, it didn't matter to me. I just wanted the job that paid the most uh, because that was the whole in my life. Uh, I ended up graduating law school uh, to be either an oil and gas litigator, which is a high paying law job, uh, or to sell legal research online, uh, that, you know, like a doctor that sells medical equipment. Uh, my mom told me the internet was gonna be a fad. This is 1992, uh, before most of you were probably born. But uh, she told me the internet was a fad and that I should be a real lawyer. Uh, one of the biggest lessons I want everyone to take away in my journey is vote for yourself. Take advice from our parents, our friends, uh, appreciate the advice because they care about you, but don't appreciate the advice unless they have situational knowledge or experience in what they're talking about. Just because someone loves you or cares about you doesn't mean they give you good advice. 
um, but appreciate it. Don't be resistant. You know, they, they love you, but doesn't mean it's good advice. Vote for what you want. Elect what you want by voting for what you want. So I voted for what I wanted. Reverse engineered a sales job and do over a million dollars in nine months by being efficient, effective, and statistically successful by working twice as many hours productively, twice as efficiently, and twice as statistically successful. Learning to love what I do. So it was seven days a week. I vacation every day. I have activity I get paid for every day. I got activity I don't get paid for every day. So my calendar is really important to me. Uh, I then branded myself an internet guru. We sold our first company that I worked for for $3.4 billion in 1995. Uh, went to the Silicon Valley because there's many options to make money. And I learned how to raise money, both for charity and companies. Uh, learned how to raise money there, assisted in raising over $169 million in the middleware space by 30. Two, I was CEO of Samsung's first smartphone back then in 1999. They called it the PCE phone. It was a convergence device. It wasn't very smart, but it was the world's first Windows to CE device. Uh, I built relationships. I tried things. I failed. I learned. I made mistakes. All of these things on my journey. But the biggest thing I learned in that part of my journey, uh, I learned that money does buy love. Money buys happiness. And it was reaffirmed at that time in my life. Until uh, I was handed a big lesson, um, I became CEO of Lee Steinberg Sports Entertainment. Most people know Lee from the movie Jerry Maguire, uh, most notable sports agency in the world. And I surrounded myself with the wrong people, the wrong ideas. I let my ego uh, take over my values. It edges goodness out of your life. It edges gold out of your life as well. And sure enough, uh, in 2006, my wife was going to leave me because I was an idiot and I transformed into a philanthropic person that did things not for me, but through me for others. And by 2008, uh, even though I went through a transformation, 2008 as CEO of Lee Steinberg Sports Entertainment, I lost everything, uh, over $100 million. And I was not scared. I was on a journey to practice ending fear, as everyone should be now. I looked at the four things that I could control in my life. I could control my mindset, I could control my feelings, I could control what I say and what I hear, and I could control what I did. And so I stayed focused on those four things, utilizing values that I took stock in, my gratitude, my forgiveness, my accountability, and most importantly, inspiration. Learning the difference between motivation and inspiration. I stayed inspired with that enjoyment of the consistent persistent pursuit of my potential. And I've been blessed, I partnered with Warren Moon 13 years ago, uh, we created a company called Sports One Marketing. I co-founded that with him. Over the last three years, I've built my brand, uh, just like I did famous athletes, celebrities, and different companies and products and services. I now have built my brand over the last three years with books, a podcast called The Playbook, a TV show called Elevator Pitch. I do free trainings. I do, and am one of the top executive coaches in the world. I'm the chief chancellor of Junior Achievement University, the chairman of Unstoppable Foundation, and I do all of this by utilizing my time efficiently, effectively with statistical success in order to effectuate making people happy one at a time, looking for a thousand people like you three that will empower in your lifetime another thousand to empower another thousand, thousand times a thousand a million, a million times a thousand a billion. Steve Jobs told me to connect the dots backwards. I've created a reality. Uh, you know, I always joke around, but you know, one person can change the world. 
uh, not by just eating the wrong bat. You can change the world by empowering a thousand people to empower a thousand people, to empower a thousand people to be happy. It'll be much more powerful. It'll last a lot longer than any other change that you'd ever occur. Definitely. And like, kind of like you said, how, you know, happiness being the most, uh, bi the biggest virus of all, right? It spreads faster than anything else. And, you know, going off of that, I'm curious to know how, obviously you've had such a huge, vast experience of a career and a lifetime. So with something like the situation that we're facing, and obviously for our season two for Game Changers podcast, our theme is inspired through isolation, right? We want to create positive content and continue inspiring everyone, even while we're in isolation. So I want to know, ask, ask you, you know, how are you dealing with this and how are you maintaining inspiration through isolation and not letting, you know, anything, any of the circumstances distract you from fulfilling your potential? Well, I always based my uh, building of, of everything under unification and emotional. Uh, so what the initial thing that I decided to do is that I wasn't going to be isolated. Uh, I was going to be physically isolated. Uh, but emotionally, I was going to be more connected. I was going to learn to uh, clear out the interference, the connections, the corrosions that I have, not only between the source of light, power, lessons, and love that I'm always connected to, but I've been working on that part for 13 years. Nothing there has changed. All right? I've been practicing ending fear, understanding the four things I control, working through my values and taking inventory every day. But where I started working was this idea of if I'm going to be physically isolated, how can I enhance the connectivity between me and everything else? Not just the powerful source. So I started creating, you know, pictures in my mind and analogies of, you know, here's this great source of light, love and lessons. Let's call it the sun because that's the biggest source of energy I could think about. So here's the sun and I am a solar battery with solar panels but I'm a special solar battery because not only do I collect the energy from the sun, but I can appreciate it. So I'm the only solar battery ever created that can collect energy and add energy to it. I can add value to it, appreciate it. So I've been working on this sun to solar battery idea for the last 13 years, trying to not only collect more sun, but appreciate more of the energy that I've uh, received. Now this opportunity this pause, this time of compressed uncertainty, accelerated change, uh, pain, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual and financial pain. Whenever I see spiritual, emotional, physical, financial, any of these pains, I know there's lessons to learn, so I get excited. So I see a lesson, how do I clear this connection? Right, the universe is trying to separate me this way. I'm always connected on the sun side, but how can I, through what's happening, learn how to connect emotionally, put my energy in motion towards other people. And so I started being more interested than interesting. I started creating more options for myself. I'm probably in one of the hardest hit industries uh, in all of America, right? Sports marketing. Uh, they, you guys are not attending any sport events. I'm sure you're not watching very many online. No. But because I've always kept my options open because I've always been creative about what I've done. I've been involved in esports. I'm involved in digital content and media. I pr produce my own. I create my own. I distribute my own. All of these different things. So although one aspect of my capability has been diminished, the other aspects of my capability that I've been developing 
are appreciative. And I have a lot of people that are in my position, and I hope you young men are not in this position, but they feel guilty because they have opportunity. They feel guilty even thinking about opportunity. They feel guilty about taking advantage of opportunity. Let me tell all three of you one golden rule right now. You cannot be poor enough to make anybody rich. Remember that your whole life. I cannot be poor enough to make anybody rich. But I promise you this, you can be rich enough to make other people rich. So how are you harming anybody because you are taking advantage of opportunities in order to make you rich so you can make other people rich? Because you cannot be poor enough to make other people rich. You cannot be sick enough to make other people healthy. You can only give what you have. So don't have any of that ego-based interference. These connections, this isolation you talk about is solely physical isolation. We can connect to each other in a conscious, subconscious, and unconscious way. We can not only motivate one another to get started, but we can inspire people to get there. And there's so many different opportunities. And that's you know, part of the reason I want to come on here is to not only motivate people to move, to speed up things. Money's not going to disappear. It's still going to be there, guys. Let's accelerate that money. Let's get it back into the flow. And let's get as many people as we can in the way of that money. And it's not going to happen through the need to be right, offended, separate, inferior, superior, anxious, frustrated, angry, scared, worrying. Think about how much time you boys are so young. Just think about in your young lifetime, how much time, energy, resources, and emotion you waste just worrying about things that never happened. Imagine if I could take all the time you guys have wasted worrying, worrying about tests, worrying about girls and boys, worrying about you know, money, worrying about jobs, worrying about all this stuff. Take all of that worry. What if I told you, let's take it all away and just focus in on, what if I took all that energy, resource, and time, and emotion and focused it on making money, creating abundance? How much farther ahead in your life would you be? Mm-hmm. So that's what I want you guys to start doing. And it's about maintaining an abundance mindset instead of a scarcity mindset and seeing that the glass is, the, the glass is somewhat half filled and not half empty. And, you know, if, you, if you're successful, then, you know, there's so much abundance of success that you can never take away from anyone else's success. There's room in the entire universe for everyone to be successful and be happy and, you know, fulfill their potential. You know that there's three worlds, world of not enough. And no matter how much you have, there's tons of people that live in the world of not enough. Everything happens to you. It's a very scarce world and you're a victim in it at all times. Everything's happening to you. There's the world of just enough. It's a scarce world as well, but there's just enough for you. And you're filled. The problem is you're filled. Then there's the world of more than enough uh, harsh that you're describing. A world of more than enough of everything for everyone where not only you can be filled, but you can be fulfilled and nothing happens to you. Nothing happens for you. Everything happens through you for others, allowing you to expand, accelerate and grow through the lessons, identifying the pain in your life and figuring out what lessons to learn in order to eradicate the pain. It's a very simple formula. We do it by paying attention to what we want, giving intention to what we want to create the coincidences, what other people call luck in our life. That's awesome. Um, so that brings up the question with me. So what helps you uh, be consistent and persistent in uh, the pursuit of your potential? The habit machine. So I'm going to give a training this Friday, Road to Revenue, creating the habit machine. Uh, I'm not worried about the habits themselves. I want to know what machine creates habits. So if I want to lose weight, 
I'll put it in the habit machine. I want to make more money. I'll put it in the habit machine. I want to grow hair. I'm going to put it in the habit machine. We need to build a habit machine. We have to understand the conscious, subconscious, and unconscious continuum. We have to understand how data is inputted into our system through our senses, which are completely inaccurate, our touch, our feel, our smell, our taste, completely inaccurate, and through our memories. So if we realize that the information we're receiving, the 10,000 new thoughts a day, the 10,000 new data points we're receiving are relying upon faulty data of our senses and our memory, then we have to be consistent in order to get the stable data from the faulty data. And that consistency talks to our subconscious where 40,000 of the same thoughts happen every day. We wanna make sure that those thoughts are stable because those are the ones that form the disciplines and habits of the neural pathways. Why is that important? Because those disciplined habits send a frequency to your genetics. There's an epigenetic layer of your DNA. There's a core competency, an unconscious competency of your DNA. There's your core being, your what I call quantum memory that has been handed down from, I believe, billions of lifetimes. But just take four generations, great-grandparents, grandparents, parents to you. And we can effectuate and change that quantum being, your personality, your characteristics, your obsessions, your addictions your energy, your frequency. We can shift all of that so that all the coincidences form by creating this habit machine. One of the biggest misnomers, Jaden, of being consistent though, is that people feel stuck because we have these faulty senses. It doesn't realize that things are changing, right? Because we see things look the same. We hear things, they hear the same. We smell things, they smell the same. We taste them, they taste the same. But meanwhile, we don't see the exponential growth and the acceleration. Things are moving at an exponential rate, albeit every day in a man-made construct of time, it seems so slow. But what happens is a year, two years, 20 years down the line because of the exponentiality of growth, even though we felt stuck when we were consistent being consistent, we were accelerating and growing. Most people quit because they feel stuck. They don't see, hear, feel touch or smell the difference, and so they give up. I'm telling you to trust in the difference, have a habit machine, stick to the enjoyment of the consistency, enjoyment of the persistency, enjoyment of the pursuit of your potential, the things that you vote for, not what other people laugh at you, scoff at you, or tell you to do. Awesome, thank you. For sure, thanks for sharing that. And you know, uh, David, you know, people's purpose and value you know, constantly changing as they're getting older and so you know what allowed you to discover your purpose and set your set of values that you live by that's a great question and it has to do uh with this right here where i'm not getting older brother i'm getting one percent better i'm my chief better, i'm my chief betterment officer so you might see me as older i just see me as better because i got more time under my belt i've been trying to get one percent better every day for a long time um, so my values, uh, number one, are uh, every day I take inventory of those. And I'm not afraid to be a hypocrite. What does that mean? I'm not afraid to tell you that my values have changed, that my opinion has changed, that I've learned certain things and decided that I was wrong, that I had made mistakes, that my judgment was incorrect, that I received stable and unstable data that determined upon where I was in the the circumstances and my ego, et cetera. So there's four values to take inventory on every day. Your personal values, what's important to you, character, integrity, love, health, family, I don't know. Experiential values, right? Don't discount your experiences. There's so many experiences. How much am I gonna learn? How much fun is this? 
will I ever have an opportunity to do this again? These all have different values and they change every day. Giving values, right? Giving values. How much of my value am I providing to others and receiving values? How are those one with my giving values? How much am I getting? I can't be poor enough to be rich, right? I, to make anyone rich. I want to be rich enough to make others rich. Uh, so all of those values every day I take inventory of and I live by and prioritize by what's important to me. So it allows me to make my decisions. It allows me to learn my what I want every day. You know, if, if I would have told you um, January of this year, uh, you asked me, Dave, what's the best experience of your life? I would have probably told you, you know, the times that, you know, I've had amazing access at the World Cup with Warren and I treated like kings in Brazil. And, you know, or I would have told you the time getting married or having my first child. They all change. You know what? One of the best experiences of my entire life is uh, since I've been 24 years old and left law school, I have not stayed home for an entire week and slept in the same bed for one week. And I've not had dinner with all four of my kids in a long, long time. I would pay money, a lot of money, don't tell my kids this, uh, to have dinner with my kids every single day for one week. Because this last week, uh, I've had all four of my children at dinner um, and we can make a reality show, it's so much fun out of it, it's so entertaining. They probably would take my kids away if they knew it was going on at my dinners, but it was so much fun. And I sat there thinking to myself, I've been to the Super Bowl on the sidelines. I've been to the Pro Bowl, the Masters, uh, the Kentucky Derby, the Breeders' Cup. I've been to the SBZ the Emmys, the Oscars, the Grammys. I've been honored in some of the best places. I just this year received the Super Bowl, the Sports Humanitarian of the Year. Um, you know, things are pretty exceptional. But boy, you know, nothing compares to what my values are today and what I learned. And when this, you know, changes back to uh, a different time when we can travel and be close to each other, not physically isolated, I'm going to still try to manifest and require at least one or two of these dinners every year because they're like my Super Bowl, uh, except for I'm playing in it. <laughs> That's awesome. For sure. Awesome. Uh, thanks for sharing that. And I know you mentioned a lot of amazing events and obviously you have so much experience with, you know, athletes and in the sports industry and even with all these, you know, the world leaders, you coach so many of them. So, you know, I know, I know we are kind of, you know, running out of time, but, you know, just kind of quickly close up on what we have planned is um, this question would be being, what, what, what kind of pattern have you seen among all these people, these world leaders, these world-class athletes, you know, uh, people like you, these influencers, public speakers, the entrepreneurs of our generation that you're seeing, you know, that allows them to be successful in their craft? There's one thing that I've learned, my Napoleon Hill takeaway, you know, how to think and grow rich. The one thing that's in common from the prime ministers to the richest people on earth, to the greatest sports heroes of ours, to the legends and entertainers and producers and unbelievable people that I've been around, the number one common denominator is all of them must be what they can be. All of them, all of them, they all have different skills. They all have different knowledge, but they all have the desire to must be what they can be. I had Donovan McNabb and Danica Patrick uh, on today with just IG Live and I'm watching and listening. I'm like, man, these two people must be what they can be. They always have must be. And I have that within my soul and that's where that enjoyment, the consistent, persistent 
pursuit of my potential. To me, it's the ultimate fuel of the habit machine. Amazing. Thanks so much for sharing that. And that's really insightful. And, you know, as we go towards a close for our podcast today, um, you know, we always ask every guest this one question is, you know, what is one word that describes a game changer for you? If you could put being a game changer in one word in any, in any field or that's helped you, what is that one word for you? Kindness. Be kind. That's it. Be kind to your future self. Do good deeds. Kindness. If you uh, go through this journey and everyone has one word to say about you and it's kind, you've won. Amazing. Thanks so much for sharing that. And thank you so much for being on. Um, you know, you're, you, you're so knowledgeable and you have so much to give that I could talk to you for hours and hours and it would still never be enough. And, uh, you know, so thank you for your time. Thank you for your energy. We're so grateful for the value you're providing to us, to all the millions of people that you influence every single day. And, you know, as we come to the a close, uh, if you would have any closing remarks on, you know, where people can find you, and you know what you have, if you have any closing remarks, a message to our audience of, you know, Gen Z's and millennials. Yeah. So the message for everyone is be kind to your future self and do good deeds. Uh, stick and keep telling yourself that you are your chief betterment officer in your life. So be kind to your future self by making everything and everyone better around you. Look for the superpowers in everybody and everything. Uh, you can find me at David Meltzer, David Meltzer. Please, family, friends, associates, come to my free training. I don't sell anything. You can ask the boys. I, I just want to find a billion people to make them happy. I want to change the collective consciousness. I want everyone to make a lot of money, everyone to help a lot of people, and everyone to have a lot of fun. I know that this dream of mine, the possibility and probability, are gaining every day to someday reach the reality. So it's all of our perspectives. So please follow me, support me, share my content. I'll give you my books for free. I got a text community, 949-298-2905. Please join me. I try to get to everybody as quickly as I can myself. Everything's free. Let me know how I can be of service. Thank you all. I appreciate the time. Thanks so much. And thank you for you guys for watching. And hopefully this provided some value for you guys. And we really hope that you continue you know, staying inspired through isolation, just like all of us. And we're all trying and be, you know, accepting of yourself, allowing yourself to grow 1% every day, like David says. And yeah, that's it for today's podcast. Thanks again and take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, David. Thank see you. you. Take care. Have a good one. See you Friday. You see right. you. <laughs> I'll see you there. Right. Bye. Bye. Um, that was